transmitting from the Mojave Wilderness in Joshua Tree, California. Now is the time for Desert Oracle Radio, the voice of the desert. Well, it's nice to be with you on this Christmas night in the desert. Even though some of us have been having kind of a hard time, I mean, I've been kind of having a hard time, too, with the point of it all, you know? I got a tree and everything. Listening to Lux Interior's Christmas playlist. Trying to do the right thing in the world. But you look around sometimes and think, good Lord, is this what we're supposed to be doing with our lives? Is this peak life on earth, sitting in a drive through line on a conference call? All the other animals seem to be enjoying themselves. I saw a half dozen ravens flapping around the neighbor's trash yesterday morning because one of the bags was sticking out from under the lid. Never seen the ravens so delighted. Santa came early, boys. Sometimes, well... We wake up and we look around and we sort of nod in agreement with ourselves because it looks like we're guilty as charged. Like, what's the purpose? What's the point? Why is it all so dull? Why is it all so much of a drag so much of the time? Oh, but it's not the time for all that kind of nonsense. Not now, not yet. Let's save that for January. Because this is the time of year to sort of look back. Look back in anger. No, look back in... You know, I picked up the Bible the other day to see if there was any advice about how to deal with Christmas time in a bad year. And you know, there's not a word about Christmas in the whole thing. Maybe I got a bum copy. Reader's Digest. Condensed edition. other 
wishing for some magic and charm while a dry winter's night falls upon the desert. But low down all the same, low down, so low down, you kind of want to donate yourself over at the Angel's View thrift store. No, it's all right, I'll walk myself in. Sit yourself down between a wood grain particle board bookshelf and a floral print classic 1960s TV tray wrapped up in cellophane tape. Hey, how much for the TV tray? Optimistic to the last. Thinking about a Swanson's holiday dinner. Roasted turkey slices with real gravy, carrots and peas, peach cobbler over by the mashed potatoes. Just getting into the Christmas spirit. Christmas, I remember, was up in Cottonwood Canyon, way up on the north side of Death Valley, camped out under this limestone overhang, stars so bright you could use them to walk by in the dark. campfire in the backcountry back when you could do that 
I think it was Christmas. Christmas or solstice, one or the other, same difference. The Christmas story is a solstice story. The shortest day and the longest night. We've been celebrating it since the Neolithic times, at least. The new beer and the new wine was ready, as was the crop of intoxicating power plants. And it was time for a last feast before a long, lean winter. A time of generosity, of cheer, of love, a time of reversals, of comedy, of cold weather chaos. Kings and queens served the servants. The cooks at the monastery stomped around with orange peels for eyeglasses, reading nonsense from upside-down Bibles. Slaves whipped their masters, and their masters enjoyed that more than just about anything. The boss presented a gift to the worker who could take it all at any time. But with enough good cheer, the boss might be the boss for another year. Maybe another generation. I remember a holiday party at a newspaper I used to work at long ago. Oh, the good cheer was a-flowing. And many flirtations were consummated in the old newsroom, which had just been replaced by a gray and ugly hall of cubicles and networked computers and sorrow. The next year, my last year with the organization... They went to a strictly daytime cookies and punch affair. A few years later, the whole enterprise had collapsed, gone forever. You can't even find it on the internet. This is Desert Oracle Radio, and I'm your host, Ken Lane. What is Red, Blue, Black, Silver doing back there? He said something about bringing in a jug band. I didn't know he was going to empty all the jugs himself. We're just out here under the meager shelter of this studs and slab homesteader cabin. It's got a lot of potential, but it sure is cold tonight. But we got our solar Christmas lights blinking around the baked old two-by-fours. Only one of those buckets has the eggnog, by the way. I hope you're keeping a good social distance like we are. Red, blue, black, silver is like that all the time. With about ten feet of musical instruments and electronics and amplifiers all around him. I don't even know for sure if he's still in there. But if he is, that's who made all this nice holiday music tonight. Red, blue, black, silver. And our friend Carl Young joining us this Christmas night on the bass guitar. 
So we hope you're doing the best you can. And remember, you don't have to do the social distancing thing if uh, you're about to get lucky and, and do the holiday quarantine. The holiday quarantine, 10 days and nights of absolute winter bliss. Nobody gets in or out unless they're dropping off pizza or liquor or something. Tis the season. And then you never see each other again after that. But you'll always remember it. I hope they've got some romantic DVDs at the Airbnb, some Christmas classics. Home Alone 4 or something. When the kid's like 30 years old. Because the Wi-Fi's out and you better not pout. Might have to pull out the board games, the Trivial Pursuit with all the good cards missing, poker with seven jokers and three aces. Texting Christmas emojis to your far-flung loved ones. Sending Roblox codes to your little cousins in Florida. I guess I should get this. Hello, Desert Oracle Radio. Hi, Ken, you there? I, I'm here. Who's this? This is this is Anna Merlin. How you doing? Well, thank, yeah. thanks for calling in. Do you I, have a good solstice? I love to call in. Yeah, I had, a, I had a really good solstice, actually. Thank you. You know, from here on out, it's just uh, gets lighter every day. And we'll try not to read too much uh, metaphor into that. Yeah, because that, that might disappoint. Um, at least it's winter now. Astronomical start of the new year. Thank and God. What are you doing for the holidays? So uh, you having any parties? God no. Oh, <laughs> we're still we're for? still in the thing. We're still in the we're thing. We're still in the thing. Uh, I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you a story about what I'm not gonna be doing. Um, and what I hope to be doing this time next year, if, if you if you don't mind. Oh, we we have time. Let me just hand over another drink to Red, Blue, Black, Silver here. And yeah, that sounds good. We may have some eggnog. Wow, did you did you spike it? Oh yeah, it's it's about sixty five percent hard <laughs> alcohol. It's uh, we got some rum, we got some brandy, we got some Kentucky bourbon. That's what I like to it's hear. The, the Long Island iced tea of eggnog. <laughs> yeah, it's it's unclear if eggs were even involved or nog. No, absolutely but, not. But it's very festive. Uh, it's got the nutmeg oh, or nice. whatever you put on the top of it. And, I love that. Uh, it's nice to mess up everything at this time of year so that you can make some treats. Tell us where you had your first winter holidays that you remember. My first winter holidays that I remember, and pretty much every winter holiday of my life, with a few rare exceptions, was in Santa Fe, New Mexico, where I'm from. And you know, I don't think people know this, or I didn't realize how few people know this until I left New Mexico, and I moved around, and I moved to places like New York. But you know, we have a really cherished tradition on Christmas Eve every year, which is we we go outside, and we walk down to kind of a fancy part of town, and we look at a bunch of um, paper bags filled with sand that have a candle in them. It's the most beautiful sight I think I've ever seen. And they're yeah. called... Well, so here's the thing. We call them farolitos, which is correct. 
And people in Albuquerque call them luminarias because they're very confused and, and we feel bad for them. So it's um, actually an in-state rivalry over these terms. Yes, and I did not know this, but um, it has been an argument for so long that in 1969, the New Mexico House of Representatives passed a measure declaring that both words are equally correct for the bag full of sand with a candle in it, that you can call it a farolito or a luminaria, and both is, like, fine. That's another compromise nobody likes. Nobody likes it, and everybody's mad. But, you know, typically what we do every year, and what I cannot do this year, which is breaking my heart, is on Christmas Eve afternoon, my family has a party. My mom makes vegetarian pasole because I don't eat meat, and I make a bean dip that is delicious and that I only make on Christmas Eve and refuse to make any other time because I would be wrong. And we invite a bunch of people over, and we feed them, and we give them drinks, and then they sort of totter totter away down the very steep hill that we live on, and then we all go look at the farolitos. And then we come home and go to bed, and that's it. That sounds beautiful. It is a beautiful night, and uh, this year it's not going to happen. Because it shouldn't. Uh, and so people are going to drive. People are apparently going to drive through the Fadolitos. So and you, just sort you of, booze up, and then you get in the car, and then you head for the <laughs> pedestrian plaza. Unfortunately, that would be a very New Mexican way to do it. I'm hoping that's not what people do. Let's hope But, you not. know, New Mexicans have a thing for, um, for fire. We like it. Our second most cherished tradition is in Santa Fe is burning a giant 50-foot puppet every September to get rid of our woes. And, um, you and know, what, what is the name of it? Because there are similar burning your troubles festivities around the world. What is this one called? It's called Zozobra. A couple months leading up to it, a team of volunteers build him. And while he's being built, people come in and they stuff their woes and their worries into him on little slips of paper. And so then he's burned um, during Fiesta, which is a holiday that we don't need to talk about, but he's burned... And so then on a night in September, as part of a longer holiday called Fiesta that has a very racist history, we don't need to talk about that, um, he gets burned and fire dancers dance around him and somebody actually voices him. And so he moans in agony the whole time he's being burned. It's very disturbing. That sounds like a lot of fun for the kids, especially. We loved it. We loved it so much. There was literally nothing I ever got more excited about than Zozobra and Christmas Eve. It is a miracle that I'm not a pyromaniac. Do you know the origin of the name of the creature that's burnt? Zozobra? Oh, Zozobra means distress. Um, and so he, you know, he embodies gloom. He embodies distress. The other name for him is old man gloom. So this idea is that when you burn him, you're burning your distress. You're burning the worries of the last year. And I would imagine that people would have a lot of, lot of notes for uh, 2020. People have a lot of notes. So this year, he did burn on schedule, but obviously nobody was allowed to come. Usually it's like a big crowd. So they burned him on live stream, and you could submit a note via the internet. And, I, oh, I did. I, I, I burned a few. Were they anonymous? I don't know. I think they probably were. I would imagine so. And so I didn't realize that other places did this until I went to Cuba, because they do a version of it on New Year's Eve, where folks build effigies in the street, and then they set fire to them at midnight. So I was in Cuba for New Year's Eve a few years ago, and we were walking around Havana uh, real late at night and ran on one of these effigies and were admiring it. And the family who built it came out and introduced themselves to us and spent the next four hours feeding us creme de menthe 
and various fried delicacies. And then at midnight, we set this guy on fire. That's it's a good tradition. We have something like that in Joshua Tree. It, mm-hmm. We did it last year. Red, blue, black, silver over here, and I got to do the sort of play-by-play when they burnt the devil. Wow. And it was very, did he burn? Oh, yeah. Hmm. A big paper mache devil, and yep. you work on him for a couple of weeks, and then you put him in into yep. the into the firebox. Is is you kind of feel bad for it a little bit because sure. of wildfire troubles and regulations. You can't just tie it to a pole like you do with a witch or something or a bad pope and light it on <laughs> fire from underneath. <laughs> Instead, it's got to be very safe. It's got to be mm. inside like a cage and perimeters mm. and whatnot. Mm. Safety. For safety. Everyone's got to be very safe at all times Mm. uh, to prevent Mm. anything from happening. Right. So that's why uh, we we have limited capacity here in the cocktail lounge tonight where we're doing the show up here in North Joshua Tree. And Mm -hmm. uh, we we turned off half the neon. We're trying to to blend in as much as possible. So the Zazobra, is it a free event? No, no, they charge money. It's um, it's a charity event, and it's actually, uh, I was the recipient of the charity. <laughs> um, so Zazobra is a benefit for Anna Merlin. Zozobra is run by the Kiwanis Club, and they do a scholarship for college textbooks. So they, Zozobra, paid for my college textbooks. No kidding. Yeah, not just mine, of course, other people's too. But yes, I had the most New Mexican possible scholarship, which is the one sponsored by the large devil thing, puppet burning in anguish. You're kind of a a lifelong brand ambassador for that. Yeah, that's right. I absolutely am. It's a good thing to be doing. All right. Well, thanks for calling us on Christmas night. On Christmas night, no less. It was a pleasure. You know, I have a very, a very packed and busy schedule of, you know, parties and events and just breathing on my family and friends. Tell us a good story of yours, a recent story of yours that people should read on the day after Christmas. Uh, I just wrote a story with my editor about a uh, charity that claims to fight human trafficking that may not be what it seems. And this will be in Vice? Yes. On Vice? I never know. Sure. Is it on a website or in a website? I guess it's on a website. It'll be on vice.com. You know, you can go find it. All right. We'll link that on the Desert Oracle Radio webpage. Well, okay. Thank you for calling and have a a good rest of your Christmas. I guess we're going to have a new year. I hope to God we can come up with something better. I hope so. That would be nice. Merry Christmas, Ken. To you too. Bye. You don't need to be part of this or that religion to enjoy the winter holidays. We all get winter solstice. We all have our traditions we grew up with or adopted later. So whether it's Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Snakesgiving. No, this is not the time of year for Snakesgiving. Snakesgiving has come and gone. The snakes are in the ground for a little while.
that you can enjoy the gift-giving and the beautiful symbols of this time of year. Because it is symbolic. They are symbols. They can mean something if you want them to. It's not like a utility bill that still comes in the mail no matter how many times you try to switch to e-billing. The sun, our bright star, our bringer of life to our planet finally comes back. And the days become longer. Green shoots in the sand. Beautiful birds arriving because the desert winter is a beautiful one. The Faina Peplas have come back. The beautiful winter birds that visit us and feast upon the desert mistletoe. So thanks for spending some of your holiday with us. Just me and red, blue, black, silver. And Meg over in the subscriptions department, wherever that is. And Carl Young, thanks for joining us with your bass guitar. All right. I suppose is good enough. Wood for the stove. The coyotes singing their coyote carols. Nobody trying to repossess the homesteader cabin at the moment. Well, we might even get a little dusting of snow. Wouldn't that be nice on this Christmas night? is Isaacs and across the great Mojave wilderness and the whole American Southwest this has been Desert Oracle Radio we broadcast on Friday nights from our home base KCDZ 107.7 FM in Joshua Tree website we talked about is desertoracle.com Happy Solstice, Happy Christmas, and Happy New Year to you all. Oh, and you know what I hear? That's the voice of the desert out there. (laughs) 